Hi, everybody. Can you believe it's been five weeks since I put out an episode to this podcast? It feels like so much longer than that. But that's kind of the problem when you're in quarantine and it's off-season for, like, all of your shows except for Big Brother, which I feel like doesn't even... The season is kind of just horrible, so I don't even really want to talk about that. I would rather just focus on the challenge and Survivor and whatever else comes my way. But there is very exciting news. Um, Depending on how much you guys are following Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, you might have noticed that there is a potential, like, there's been kind of a cast reveal that came out. It's semi-official in that still not everybody on this list is going to make the cast, even though drops have already been made. There's still, I think, 36 people in total were asked to quarantine. And then six drops, I think, have been made. Possibly seven. Because I'm trying to remember if one of the people they had said was being dropped actually ended up getting dropped. But let's just say six for now. I know of six for sure. And with the 36 people asked to quarantine, they want 14 men and 14 women to be in the final cast. So that leaves four alternates of each gender. And we don't know who's an alternate and who was actually part of the cast. But I'm thinking alternates have been the ones that have gotten dropped. Because it would suck to be like like a regular for the season, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word, but to not be an alternate and then be dropped for an alternate. Because I feel like alternates are only there if somebody like just gets kicked off the show for whatever reason. Or if they maybe tested positive for COVID. Or maybe if they decided that they didn't want to be on. I know a couple of the drops have come from like racist tweets resurfacing. Which was why a couple people who we thought were going to be on the cast were not on the cast. And obviously those people include Dee. Because she's been like banned from MTV I think forever. Pretty sure forever. You know kind of got like the Camilla, the Evan, the Kenny treatment. And they just told her we don't want to work with you anymore. Jordan I'm sure got dropped because of his... Racist, homophobic, sexist, xenophobic past. Um, which is kind of... I mean, I'm happy that like, they finally did something about it. But we don't know if it's permanent. And we don't know if that's even why he's not on. And it kind of would seem weird. Because Tori is supposed to be on this season. Who is his fiance, And... I mean, she hasn't had any, like, issues like he has. But I had definitely heard a lot of rumors that they were both going to announce that they were taking a break. And that never happened. So I feel like maybe he didn't get dropped for the reasons that we might think. But I just can't think of any other reason why he wouldn't want to do it. Unless maybe he tested positive for COVID. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't wish that on anybody, but it's possible that they found out and they were like, well, we're not going to cast you. Or maybe he just wanted a break. 
Which, again, doesn't seem likely because, like, they're getting married. <clears throat> they need the money to get married. So, I I don't know. I mean, I can ponder on it all I want, but it's probably not going to change anything. He's not on unless some weird, not miracle, but, like, some weird curse is dropped upon us at the last minute. But I... I believe what I see. I believe what I read on the internet most of the time. But if there's like pretty specific names and he hasn't even been in any of the potential lists, then I don't think he's going to be on. Um, Ninja is not going to be on. Georgia is not going to be on. Both of them had racist tweets as well. Basically, everybody who I'm going to mention that has like never even been like on the radar to be on has had racist tweets rogan maddie um i think that's well i think that's it i think those are the only people who have had like problem like reasons not to cast them that have been due to like problematic social media activity Two other people who aren't on, who are very interesting to me, are Car Maria, of course, and this is probably going to shock a lot of people. I was very shocked, but also very excited at the same time. Um, Bananas was... I don't know if he was dropped, or I don't know if he was never asked to be on, but he is not going to be on this season. Which, I think both of those casting choices were kind of, like, it kind of made me think a little bit. Like, why are these people not on? Like, they haven't really been problematic. But there's been a lot of rumors that Bananas is, like, a member of production. And he kind of had insinuated that he didn't want to play with Kara or he didn't want her to be on or something like that. But now neither of them are on. So, that's why I'm really surprised that she's not on. I think that she could be. Because, like, he doesn't have to deal with her or whatever. But I'm thinking that they just didn't... I know that they didn't call her. Because I'm part of the Reddit community. And everybody has said that they were scrambling at the last minute to find people. And they still didn't give her a call. And a lot of people, because Bananas isn't going to be on, they want to, like, make sure the ratings are the highest they've ever been because they want to show production that, like, the show's not going to suffer without him. Because, like, he has this feeling that, oh, my gosh, if I'm not on, ratings are going to be horrible, like, the worst that they've ever been. And we want to, like, show production that that's not really the case. But at the same time, if the ratings are super high, we don't want them to think that, like, it's because Kara's not on. Because we want Kara back. We don't want Bananas back. That's the difference. At least, like, it's not that I never want to see him again. I just think he needs a break. He's been on 20 seasons. Like, give it a rest. I... I just feel like this has become a job for him and it's just not really fun to watch certain people like that anymore. And I've 
I feel the same about people like CT and Wes, who are both supposed to be on this season, because they've done a lot, and I think that a lot of the reason why they come back is just for entertainment. They're not really as good of competitors as they used to be, um, but Bananas is by far just the most annoying. Like, he's not a bad competitor, because he did win season 35, and no matter who you are, like, you're good if you win a season. Like, when you're not in your prime. But, I, I don't know. I just don't really like the guy. And I don't know how much I can say that I don't like the guy. And it's not because of his personality. I'm just, it's one of those people who you love to hate. And you get tired of seeing all the time. Like, I'm just sick of seeing him all the time. I'm like, bro, just take a break, give it a rest, you know, like, focus on other things because I'm sure that your life has more important in it than constantly being on TV. I know that he has a show now, so that could be probably the most likely reason that he's not going to be on, but he could also just not film his show. I haven't put out a podcast episode because I haven't had anything to talk about. He could do the same thing. Because I don't know what he has to talk about right now. It's all quarantine and COVID and children plays and all the stuff that we've been dealing with for so long. It all becomes kind of the same thing. So, like, you would think that because of that, he would want to be on. But instead, he chooses to, like, film some TV shows that I'm sure probably not a lot of people watch. And there's really not a lot to talk about. But, I don't know. I'm probably going to hate either way. Because that's how I am. Sorry, if, you, if you're a Bananas fan, I'm sorry to offend. But, at the same time, like, not really. It is my opinion. And I know that we can all be nicer about it. But, we all have people who we don't like or we like to hate. Like, I just, like, I love to hate him. That's the thing. Because I'm not knocking him as a competitor at all, but it's just, it's just funny. I don't know. It just gives me something to look forward to. To just be able to have somebody who it's like, I don't like you and I want to root against you. Because you have to have people who you want to root against. You can't root for everybody. Because, well, yeah, you're going to be happy either way, but it's just not possible. Like, there's always going to be somebody who you don't like. For me, Bananas is the one. And if he's not on the season... Well, I don't actually remember the last time he wasn't on a season. Like, I can't even think right now. I think that he's been on, like, at least ten seasons in a row. He wasn't on season 23. And it's season 35, and I honestly think that was the last time he wasn't on a season. I didn't really watch, I didn't get to watch season 34, though. So I don't remember if he was on it, but I think that he was. I know he was on season, I'm I'm just not even going to waste y'all's time with this right now. I'll look it up, and I'll let you know during the next podcast if I find out an answer, and if you're so compelled to hear <laughs> Which I hope you are, because now I'm excited to do research. You can you can hear it in my voice. I'm excited to find out what season he was not on, 
last, or when's the last time he took a break? So, yeah. I mentioned that, I think I mentioned that six or seven people have been dropped. He's one of them. The other people are on a lease from Big Brother 21, which I think was a good choice because... She wasn't very athletic, and for me, it just seemed like she was on Big Brother for a fun time. I think that she knew that she wouldn't win, but she had a hookup, and I think that she was fulfilled by that. So, all the power to her, I guess. But that's just not somebody who I want to see on the challenge. Someone from The Bachelorette, his name was Connor, he got dropped because apparently he had some uh, racist tweets resurface. And yeah, MTV didn't like that. It was basically a lot of Twitter research. So I'm thinking that they didn't even look at his Twitter or his Instagram. I'm thinking that they didn't do do it with anybody. But... Needless to say, we found his stuff. He got dropped. There was a girl from Titan Games. Her name is Brianna. She got dropped. Which was unfortunate because it seemed like a lot of the cast was going to be people of color. She's a person of color. And it it's a bummer to see her like being left off the cast. But at the same time, it makes it easier for the women because they don't have all of these big, fit competitors that they have to go against. Like, if you're rooting for somebody like Cam or Ashley or... um, Who else is there? If you're rooting for, like, Anissa or something, like, it's no way that they're going to be able to stand a chance against these big girls. Like, on this season, we have Natalie Anderson, who won Survivor and was on... The Amazing Race twice. And we have Lolo Jones, who is an Olympian. She was on a spinoff version of the challenge. And now she's doing the real thing. Uh, Natalie's also like a CrossFit trainer or something. So they are very... They're brolic, to say the least. They're very tough women. And when you have a lot of people like that... It really kind of gives the, gives like the people who aren't as strong, like kind of the short end of the stick because they don't get to succeed as well as the big people do, unless it's like a mental thing. But if you're an Olympian, I'm sure that you're, you're strong physically, mentally, emotionally, like you're strong on all all ends of the board or all sides of the board whatever the saying is you're just strong you're just strong is the best way to put it and i know that lolo's strong i know that natalie's strong so i think that they're definitely gonna be ones to look out for i think they're probably just gonna fling a lot of the little ladies there and i'm excited to see them both on but i think if the other people are smart they'll try to get out the big competitors the ones that they know that they can't beat unless some miracle happens and they find the power within themselves or they get a challenge where it's like Lolo or Natalie just can't finish which is unlikely 
because like I said, they're both beasts. But I think that the challenge is a good is a good place for them. But I need to make sure that it's fair. Because when you look at the guy's side, it's not very fair. They have um they have somebody from America's Got Talent. And that's all I need to say about the male cast for you to know that it is not even. They have like one bodybuilder guy from this show called Ultimate Beastmaster. He's the first I think he's the first like Asian American male to be on the show, so it's cool that there's a lot of representation in that sense, or at least like a little bit of representation in terms of people of color and different types of people. But he's really the biggest competition on that side. Because I feel like nobody can even light a candle to him. Because in his photos, he's very big, very buff, and just seems like he's going to be a threat to anybody. Except, like, maybe Fessy or something. But, but I don't know. Like, Fessy did come in fourth and final. Kyle Christie beat him at the final. Which still shocks me to this day. Sometimes I literally, like... <laughs> I've had, like, nightmares about it. I'm like, what? Like, it's just certain stuff that I don't really believe happened. And I kind of refuse to believe that happened. But I know that it did. And it's very unfortunate that Kyle got second place. And he's coming back. Another person who kind of does nothing. But... Um, instead of wasting time talking about the people who have done nothing, let's talk about some people who have done a lot, but haven't been back in a lot of seasons. Um, there's two people who I was very excited to see on the, on the cast, and I think that they're really gonna be official. I don't see them as alternates. That's Teresa Jones, who hasn't played since Battle of the Exes, too. Very... Just fun person to watch. I didn't really like her when she first started out. I kind of felt like she was the prissy type that didn't want to get her hair wet or her like nails messed up or clothes dirty. But she proved me wrong pretty quickly. Um, she's married to a football player now. So she, I think, just wanted to be with her family. But it's nice that she's coming back. Probably just because football's not going on right now. And she probably either needs money or she needs something to do. And I think it's awesome that she's able to come back. Because I know how many times they've called her and she's not been able to do it. Or she said that she didn't want to. But I think it would be nice to see her become a regular again. She's older now, but I know that she could still definitely put up a fight. Um, Darrell Taylor is also going to be back. I was super psyched about that too. It's been like a shorter period of time since he was on. He was on Dirty 30, but he went out pretty early. Or he, he almost did get back into the house after the redemption battle, but he lost to Tony. Which I wouldn't have been upset either way. You know, but it would have been cool to see him come back and hopefully win again. Because he... Had won four times and almost won fifth. Um, I think the only re well yeah the only reason he didn't win the fifth one was because he got in a fight with Brad, 
uh, Brad was just drunk or something and started to get in his face. And then Darrell punches him. And he definitely regretted it. But it didn't really, like, change his legacy for me. Because when you win four times, like, you won four times. And nothing's going to change that. Like, um... I mean, even if you... Even if you were to, like, die or something. I I know that's pretty extreme. But, like, nobody's going to forget your legacy. And he really hasn't done that bad in his other seasons. Like, he did get out first in Fresh Meat 2. But that was really the only time where you watched and you were kind of upset with how he did. But uh, he didn't get the partner that he wanted. So I think that's why he didn't get as far. Because the person who did get the partner he wanted made it to second place. That was Kenny. Because he wanted Laurel... But production had told him that he couldn't have Laurel because they knew it was going to be a definite win for them. So they made him pick someone else. He picked Cara because she was the second best. And then they went out first, unfortunately. But it worked out for both of them. Because they both still have a really good legacy. And I'm really excited to see him back. I think he's going to be like the best male competition and he's definitely chewing to win. If not to win, at least make the final. But if you assume for like any second that Terrell's not going to win, I think you're mistaken. And really the only reason he hasn't won has been because of BS twists and fights and just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. It sucks. But again, it doesn't change his legacy And it's going to be cool to see a lot of the old school players start to come back. I don't really know who I'm rooting for right now. Obviously, I want Teresa to do well. I want Darrell to do well. I want Natalie to do well. I want Jay to do well. Uh, Mostly because, like, I love Survivor. And he was on Survivor. And he almost won. Again, being in the wrong place at the wrong time or making a silly mistake is what cost him the win. But he did pretty well his um, first season of the challenge. He flung us off. He flung CT. Wouldn't fling him, but that's just what people say when you beat somebody's keister in an elimination. So we'll just say that he flung. Let's not think about the fact that he won because of untying some ropes. But it was unexpected. It was fun to watch him, like, defeat a veteran, somebody who he respected very much. But when you, even when you respect somebody, you still want to beat them. So those are the four people who I think, or I'm hoping, will make it the most far or do the best. As far as early boots... I don't really know who's going to be an early boot. I'm assuming that they might try to get out the the big girls first. But again, probably unlikely unless they go in every single elimination. I think Joseph from America's Got Talent is probably going to be an early boot. Um, 
I know Nicole Z is going to be on. She hasn't been on since Vendetta. She's probably going to be an early boot. Wes will probably be an early boot. And I don't really know who else. Like, it could honestly go either way. Because the thing with the challenge is that really anybody, I think, can do well at it. Because it's not always going to be physical eliminations. You don't really know what you're signing up for until you're in the elimination. But if it's something like purgatory, you can tell them, hey, I want to do this because I think I'll be good at the puzzle or I'll be good at the hall brawl or I'll be good at the strategy game. But you don't know that until you go in. So everybody has, I think, the same advantage until they get in there. And if you're not one of the people who is expected to go in then then you're fine. You don't really need to worry about it. And I've been very surprised by some of the boots, especially last season. I was shocked when CT went home or when Ashley left super early. Um, I was shocked when D when D went home. She'd go home right before the final. But it was still kind of shocking and you didn't really expect it just because you hadn't really heard a lot from her of the season since she got banned for making racist comments. Uh, but I think that she could have won if she didn't, and I can't change that. And I'm not upset that she didn't win, but I liked her a lot before she said all that stupid stuff about Black Lives Matter. That's just an example. Like, you never know what's going to happen to people. You never know what edit they're going to get. You never know what they're going to excel in. And I think when you have a nice house, too, like in Iceland, which is where they're filming, like, you might be compelled to try a little bit harder. Because if you're in a bunker, you're probably just going to hate your life. And you might have more of an incentive to go home. It also depends on the prize at the end. If only one person or two people is going to get the prize, I think it makes you more susceptible to want to quit because you have less chances of winning. Why stay there if you know that you're not going to win? But that's the beauty of reality TV. Is that it really is like reality. You never know what's going to happen. And I'm super psyched for season 36. I hope that I can put out some more content before then unlikely but I do want to do an episode about how this podcast came to be I think it could have been good as a first episode but at the same time it just didn't really fit because I wanted to just be able to talk about the show and I didn't want to get behind and I would have gotten behind but I like the extra off-season content and that will hopefully be coming soon but until then If you don't know who's on the cast, go look it up. I tried not to spoil it too much because if I had talked about everybody, it probably would have taken three hours. And that's kind of a waste of everybody's time. Nobody's going to want to listen to that. And I would rather you guys form most of the opinions for yourselves. So if you have any questions, if you just want to chat, just reach out um, somehow, whatever way you see fit. Feel free to leave a good review and I will see you guys next time. And thanks for 
Thanks for listening and I'm happy to be back.